I'm not feeling very good today. I don't think I'm going to be able to record the Holiday Sudsmas episode this year. Yeah, you're not looking too good either. Britt, you better tell the podcast elves that I'm too sick and we're going to have to cancel Sudsmas this year. Why are you talking like that? Why, this is how I always talk during this festive season. Ho ho ho! Okay, come on, Drew. You probably just have a case of the man flu. You gotta record the holiday Sudsmas episode with me. We have to bring some joy to the ten people that listen to us on a weekly basis. Think of how disappointed they will be when they don't have a new episode to download. Oh, I don't know. Here, maybe a thrill from this festive logger will boost your spirits and get you in the holiday mood. All right, all right. But first, just in case it isn't the man flu, I guess we should book you a COVID test. But I've been self-isolating with the elves in the 5-8 studio. Ho, 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 if it isn't the Sudsmas. Cheer reviews and gratitudes. Happy holidays, everyone out there. It's me, the little dumber boy. D.C. Thompson, and across from me in this podcast sleigh is the Nutcracker Princess herself. Brit? We got Brit over there. Brit, were you a big fan of the, are you a big fan of the Nutcracker? Yeah, I've seen the ballet a few times, but I might like the Sugar Plum Fairies more. What were the Sugar Plum Fairies? I don't know. That's the dance of the Sugar Plum Fairies. Is that in the Nutcracker? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I have no idea do, do, what... Do, 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 do. I don't know. Okay, that sounds familiar. <laughs> well, we are, of course, recording... Well, we are, of course, recording in the festive confines of the 5-8 studio just above Suds Brewery in Guelph, Ontario. Britt, can you tell the people where they can find us? Sudsbeercast at gmail.com. That's the email. Or Instagram... At suds underscore cast. Hit us up on Instagram. Give us a like. And then while you're listening to this, open your phone up, open your podcasting app, and just hit subscribe. Press the subscribe button next to the Sudscast logo, and you're never going to miss out on another episode. They'll just auto-download. They automatically download while you're sleeping. You wake up. Boom. Brand new, fresh-smelling episode of the Sudscast. You have to have smell-o-vision on your phone for that. Oh, right. That's coming out in 2021. Yeah, I think they said that's going to be out in 2021. Britt, the holidays are almost upon us. Well, yeah, it's a whole month. It's already here. We're recording in early December, so there's only a couple of weeks left. A few weeks, I guess. Left to get all those Christmas goodies for everybody Yeah. on your secret Santa list or some friends and some family. And we thought we'd take a look back at the past year and give the gift of thanks in this final episode before the New Year break. Okay. And what better way to reminisce than with a beer? Ooh, okay. Without further ado, let's crack this brew. Brit? This is, of course, Merry and Bright Cranberry Lager from Railway City Brewing. This is 5.5% ABV. And Railway City Brewing Co. is, of course, in St. Thomas. I'm just going to pour these samples real quick. Can I have a sip yet? No, you know we have to do the cheers, Britt. Now, this time of year more than most, we have to cheers. Cheers. There's no head on it anymore. 
Well, it certainly is a lager. There's like a little bit of a hue going on. It's got a little bit of a I red can't hue. tell if that's just the lights, the ambiance we have going in here with all the Christmas lights. Yeah, I think, I don't know, it must be getting a hue because this merry and bright cranberry lager obviously has cranberries in it. Yeah, I can't taste the cranberries though. I don't taste the cranberries either. I will admit, unless you're eating the cranberries almost whole, cranberries I don't think have much flavor. Well, I guess cranberry juice has tons of flavor. Cranberries often I find in juice form, it's like super noticeable, but I'm not really picking up much here. Like, I thought there'd be a bit more tartness. Yeah. I find, like, if you have cranberry, like, cranberry juice is super tart. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not sweet. It's really tart. If you bake cranberries into muffins, which is one of my favorite kind of muffin. Well, it says that the taste is a bready malt backbone with, and bready taste with a tart cranberry punch. And then it also says, now this came in a gift pack. So on the gift pack box, it said, notes of gingerbread, mandarin, orange, and cranberry. Hmm. Hmm, maybe, maybe the flavors will kind of evolve as the sample goes on, but just off the cuff, I'm not really getting, like, much of it, mm -mm. anything. There's there's something diff there's something there that's probably the cranberry, but it kind of just tastes like a very crisp lager. I like the can. I think it's cute with the silver snowflakes and Marion Bright. It's a good name. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's a white can with some red writing, and there's some kind of silver accents on it. It's kind of nice. So this was in a gift pack, like I said. It had two other beers, another one with, like, a winter berry, and then they just had their regular stout, which is, like, right. a coal stout or something, which okay. is, is pretty good. It came with a glass, too. I picked this up at the LCBO. This retailed at the LCBO for about $20, so three cans of beer and a glass. Or no, it was $15. I don't remember how much it cost. Doesn't matter. It's the holidays. It's the holidays. And thank you for reminding me, Britt. You noticed I called myself the little dumber boy? Yeah. Now, I know, you, I know you're, a, you're very fond of the little drummer boy. It might be your favorite. Is that your favorite Christmas song? It's pretty high up there. I don't know. That and Carol of Bells. Yeah. How does Carol of Bells go again? Uh, kind of thing. <laughs> oh, da, I don't da, know. Da, da, That's it. It's from yeah. Home Alone, I believe. It's like well, pretty pro prominent Home Alone. Yeah, and the Trans-Siberian Orchestra does it pretty good. Yeah, that's true. Carol of Bells. You like that Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Yeah. It's kind of like an interesting take on Christmas music, I think. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Like it's orchestral, but it's also kind of like hardcore at the same time. Yeah, electric guitar. Mm-hmm. Any notes coming out of this beer anymore? I still am not no. really getting anything. It's good. It's a good lager. Like I can taste, there is like a little sweetness, mm -hmm. but I wouldn't be able to tell you it's cranberry. Mm -hmm. But it's tasty. Yeah, so 5.5% ABV. You can get this in the gift pack at the LCBO. So you like the Little Drummer Boy and Carol of Bells, yeah. Trans-Siberian Orchestra. All right. I kind of like Silent Night and Silver Bells, which are kind of hmm. like, eh, more Silver Bells. Silent Night is kind of like a bit of a downer. You know what one I'm into this year? I think it's in Home Alone 2. Lost in New York? Yeah. Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree. Yeah, that's the song at the beginning when Kevin, <laughs> yeah. Kevin knocks all but the choir people off the stage. I don't know what, what song that is. Yeah, I don't know that song either. Maybe it was, like, specific to that. Yeah, maybe. Because it's not that other Christmas tree one. Right. I don't remember. What's that one? You know what one. Oh, Christmas tree. Yeah, it's oh. not that one. Yeah, okay. No, it's not that one. There's another great song in there. Um, Nobody Ought to Be Alone on Christmas. Oh, yeah, you're really into that. I like that song. It's That song's a banger as far as Christmas remember songs Remember the sexy Santa one? Uh, No. 
It was in Save the, the baby. No, it was in the Bill Murray Christmas special that was on Netflix. Oh, oh, Santa Claus wants some loving. Yeah, that song's good too. Yeah, that one. That's like a funky Christmas yeah. song. Check out Santa Claus Wants Some Lovin' if you're listening to this. Give it a listen. It's pretty fun. Well, Britt, as I mentioned in the intro, this episode is meant to give back to our past guests and some other local businesses here in Guelph. So we're going while we sip this merry and bright from Railway City Brewing Co., we're going to go over our nice list. Ooh, okay. So why don't you tell us who made it on your nice list this year? Okay, so my nice list, well, I guess most recently... Amanda Galka Armstrong. Oh, yeah. AGA. Pastor, Pastor Amanda, Amanda. Jinx. Wedding officiant for all of Southern Ontario. And if you want, I'm sure if you pay her, she'll fly down to your destination wedding, too. Yeah, we kind of went over that with yeah. her. Yeah, so you can find her on Instagram at Weddings with Amanda. I mean, it's a great time for, you know, it's a great people often get engaged during the holiday season. Well, and I just feel like there's. Some hot news coming out that this vaccine is rolling out. Yeah. So I feel like start your party planning now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because those weddings <laughs> are going to kick back up again. So if you're planning on proposing this holiday season, or if you already have and you're shopping around for efficiency, might want to consider dear friend of the podcast and just general bon vivant person, Yeah. Amanda Golka Armstrong. Yeah. All right, um, my I'm gonna go off my nice list. Okay, if you let's don't hear one off yours. My nice list. I'm going with. I'm taking us all the way back, back, back to just the beginning of the pandemic. Back in March, we had D and Jules from Press for Time Paninis. Oh right, yeah. So that's funny because you said how you were going to shout them out, and I thought, well, I mean, they were on in 2019 because that feels like so <laughs> long ago. Yeah. Because yes. that's they were the last people we had in the studio. Yeah, they were they were one of the last ones. Yeah. I think we might have had somebody else. And in, it was but... no, it was in February. I remember the day. Yeah. Because I got my hair cut. That's right. Um, and I just got back from Florida. So right. like all the things you miss: travel, haircut, Florida, in person people. Right. Yeah, we haven't had anybody back in the studio, but Dean Jules at Press for Time Panini in downtown Guelph again. Another. Amazingly nice, fun people running their own small business. If you're downtown, you need something to eat at lunchtime. If you maybe need some catering, they were doing takeaway at the beginning of the pandemic. They still have like meals that you can order to take home. Yeah, you can take them home and you can assemble them yourself. They're pretty much and they just restocked their really, really, really hot sauce. Yeah, that hot sauce is fire too. It's too hot. They gifted us a bottle when they (laughs) came on. So hot. I'm still like going through it because it's just way too hot, but. But it's really nice. It's like nice. It is good. It tastes good because it's kind of a tie. It's a tie flavored That's hot right. Sauce. Yeah, it has like a bit of like a yeah. fruit influence. So great stocking stuffer if you have someone who's a heat seeker on your uh, secret Santa yeah. or something like that. So check out Press for Time Panini if you're in downtown Guelph and just go in there. They also have gift cards too. Another great stocking stuffer. Just go in there and even just say hi. They're just so like nice people to be around, you know? And their beans don't burn on the grill. Do you have anybody else on you want to shout out on your nice list? Yeah. Let me see. It's so long. What about Debbie Thompson, creative photographer, here for all your photography needs? Pets. She'll take a picture of your dog, you and your dog, your whole family. Probably would do weddings. Yep. So you could, okay, look at this. 
at Weddings by Amanda with Debbie Photography catered by Press for Time. I've basically created your 2021 post-pandemic wedding. Yeah, so if you go on social media, you go to at Press for Time Paninis, at D3VI Photography, at Weddings with Amanda. Yeah, you pretty much have your wedding done. And there's more people on this list. I'll circle back to this. Yeah, when we're going to circle planning. back. We're going to hit up some more nice list people on the next uh, beer we're going to do. I'm just going to shout out one more quick uh, shout out on my nice list. We had two amazing young gentlemen, the Hearst brothers. Oh, yeah. You, oh, they could play the music at your wedding. They're doing the music at the <laughs> wedding. Oh, my goodness. We should start a wedding planning company. People are going to think it's our wedding we're planning. So we had the Hearst brothers on, and this was one of the first, I think, virtual guests we had to have on. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Um, they came on, so they they have, actually, the Hearst brothers, they're still doing music. They released an album uh, over the summer. I believe it was an EP. They made a whole music video for it up in Perry Sound. It was pretty cool. But they've also start, they've started their own podcast, getting a little cool. influence from the Sudscast. It's... You can find them on Instagram at Hearst underscore brothers underscore podcast. It's an independent music review podcast. Oh, neat. So like music people haven't heard or maybe isn't quite fully out yet. They just review it. It's just the two of them, I think. And they might have guests on. They've only just started. But check out that podcast. That's the Hearst Brothers podcast music review. They have independent artists on there and they just kind of... They kind of goof around a little bit and uh, similar to what we do here, but with music. So cool. Yeah, check them out. Hearst Brothers. They were they were a blast to have on. Really easy guys to deal with. I can't believe we never put all of this together, but all of these people could easily do a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> we might have more people who could do the wedding um, that we're going to shout out later on, too. Anybody who wasn't on the podcast that you want to just give a quick shout out to? Yeah, some other local places. Um, Dixon's Distillery. I just... Spoiler alert. Uh, bought some stocking stuffers from them. Right. Um, we picked up some hand sanitizer from them at the start of the pandemic. No. We picked up hand sanitizer from Spring Mill. Oh, okay. But Dixon's, I've just gotten some hand sanitizer, and I have a bottle of their citrus gin. Okay. In the liquor cabinet. So Dixon's Distillery. Yeah. Yep. And Spring Mill Distillery. So those are two other cool places. Um, oh, I just bought... Suds Baby, an outfit from Royal City Littles. Oh, yes. Which is a kid's consignment shop, right. which is cool, but it's all virtual. So she just posts stuff and you kind of just order it online. And if you're in Guelph, she just drops it on the porch. So what's the name of that company again? Royal City Littles. Royal City Littles. Okay. Yeah. Check you going. Well, why don't I shout out a couple of people okay. here who didn't appear on the podcast, but are still um, very important businesses in Guelph that people should support. On the Verge. Oh, I love that story. Three words for you. On the Verge. Downtown Guelph, again, they always have... I mean, if you're stuck for some, to buy a gift for somebody for Secret Santa or a friend or a family member, go into On the Verge. They'd be the perfect white elephant Yeah, gift. like the game, like Yankee Swap. Yeah. Yeah, because they have some fun, kitschy items in there. But then they also have some really cool stuff like those fish gurgle pots. Yeah. Like some very like nice pieces yeah. you might want to have like in your kitchen. Or and you always buy me cards from there. I've been shopping there for you for years and they <laughs> yeah. never steer me wrong. They have hilarious greeting cards. Yeah, they're good. Um, suitable for any situation. You know, you have same-sex wedding coming up, you know, something like that. They have a card for that. They have kind of like... They have fun cards. Yeah. Fun 
kind of raunchy cards, actually. Yeah. Go in there and just look at the it's cards. It's not your mama's hallmark. No, this is not your mama's, uh, <laughs> I don't know what you'd call that, independent store shop. But yeah, they always have cool stuff in there. They have jewelry as well. I often get yeah. I often get I new jewelry pieces. pieces. From there. They support kind of independent jewelry uh, crafters and stuff like that. So on the verge downtown Guelph. The other one I want to shout out that actually came to fruition today: Party Corner Costumes Ooh. on Victoria Road. <laughs> DC picked up a Santa suit. <laughs> yeah, and they did not steer me wrong. I know, all of a sudden, Santa was just in the dining room today. Yeah, Santa did a little pop-in. Yeah. If you need a costume, I mean, maybe you need a Santa suit. We're releasing this There's before still Christmas. Time. There's still time. But they have all kinds of stuff. We first went to Party Corner. We went to a, a concert in Toronto, and we had to dress up and wear masks. Yeah, it was a costume. Yeah, it was like a costume-attended uh, mm-hmm. concert. And we went in there and got some sweet masks. And yeah, it was cool. Yeah, the people who work there, great to deal with, very pleasant, know their stuff. Like, if you have any questions about costume, cosplay, any of that stuff, they'll be able to sort it out for you. What, are you giggling at me saying cosplay? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like when people just dress up and... I know. There's nothing... <laughs> sexual about it <laughs> taking all this out group well, we we'll see party corner costumes go down there on victoria road it's pretty much one of the only costume places in guelph that I'm yeah aware of, i think yeah they got everything they have like party favors full costumes masks if you just want to wear a mask or something like that or oh. like one of those giant <laughs> one of those giant horse heads well i know masks like <laughs> not covid masks like halloween masks and that sort of stuff party corner costumes well, Britt, how's the Marion Bright treating you? Pretty good. Uh, you're not done your glass yet. I'm not done my sample. I was going to ask you if anything came through. Because as I'm drinking it, I'm noticing the cranberry a little bit more. Yeah, I think as it gets a little warmer, you can taste it a bit more. Um, yeah, like I'm definitely picking up now. It's almost the tartness is coming at the back end, but it's weird. It's not it's, as pronounced. It's you, not as tart as I would like. You can tell they probably used real cranberries, and that's why some of the flavor is maybe like a little more subdued. Yeah. It's not an extract or anything like that. So, I mean, points for that. I, I have to say, I wish, though, you could buy this separately. You can't, can you? Uh, only the, in the gift pack? You can only buy it in the gift pack. You might be able to buy it at the brewery in St. Thomas if you went to Ra- uh, Railway City Brewing Co. Oh, I'm sure, Thomas. yeah. Yeah. But only in the gift pack, uh, this one's available. Well, Britt, I know this is kind of a Sudsmas episode, but I think we might as well give her a review of Mary and Bright. Britt, is it a thrill, will, or a swill for you? Ooh, this is tough. I enjoyed it. Do you want to do like a naughty nice list? Did it make your naughty list or your nice list? Or do you want to just do the regular? I'll say, no, let's just do regular. Okay. So, oh, this is hard. I almost, I have two ratings basically for this one. Okay. So it's getting a swill because there's not enough cranberry punch for me. Oh, okay. It says on here and a tart cranberry punch. I'm not getting enough cranberry, so I'm giving it a swill. But I'm also giving it a will because I would drink this again. Whoa. <laughs> You're giving it two review two ratings. Yeah, because on the cranberry level, yeah. which is one of my favorite tart things to eat, yes. it's getting a swill. But from just a nice lager to drink, it's getting a will. So why don't you just call it a will minus? 
Okay, like, I guess. Well, you do what you want to do. You're going to give it two ratings, It's Christmas. I guess. It's Christmas. You can do whatever uh, you want. Yeah, so I would drink it again, but I wouldn't hold your breath that you're going to get a real punch of cranberry. Right. I think that's fair to say. It's good. It is. It's tasty. Okay, so a swill and a will for Brit yeah. on the same beer. Drew, thrill, will, swill, both, all three. What do you got? Uh, I think I'm going to give it all three. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think I'm going to give it... I think I'm going to give it a will minus. Yeah. Um, for basically all the reasons you just mm. laid out. I mean, the cranberry comes in uh, later as it kind of warms up a little bit. I think that's the tricky part sometimes when you do these beers. With the, they're supposed to have like these flavor notes. Most people just drink it right out of the fridge, cold. Yeah. And I find you're not really going to... That flavor is not really going to come across if you drink it mm, cold. You right. need to kind of drink it... I mean, you shouldn't drink it warm, room temperature, but like it needs to warm up for those flavors to kind of come through a little bit more. Right. So I think this kind of suffers that that fate kind of... We've had that issue on the podcast before, but it is starting to come through. I like the can. I mean, I think the can goes a long way. It's kind of like a nice sort of austere looking can, I think. A couple of different fonts there. The cranberries are sort of like a nice little cartoon cranberry drawing on yeah, it. Yeah, I like the I like the can. It's very Christmassy. I also like they have a lot of information on the can, like not just the IBUs, they kind of have all the ingredients listed and they've done it in a small way that doesn't take away from the can but provides someone like me who's very interested in the recipe side of things. It provides me a lot of information that right. you know, in a small space so like the beer nerd can look at that and kind of know what they were coming from. But it still has a cool can otherwise. Cool. I mean, that's. I think it's worth drinking. And I did a quick search on the LCBO website, and they have them as single cans. So oh, they do. I'm sure somewhere you can find them. Oh, okay. Hmm. Single. Yeah, so check those out on the LCBO. How much was it on the LCBO? $3.45. Oh, so $3.45 for the can. Yeah. That's not a bad price. All right. Well, I think we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back with our second beer of the Sudsmist. Stay tuned. This is the Sudsmas. I hate to say I told you so, but, you know, I told you so. All you needed was a nice cold brew to get you coming around. Maybe you're right, Brit. Oh, but it's just no use. There's not enough time to check my thrilly and swilly list. Let alone check it twice. I mean, you don't need to. The list can wait. There's holiday magic all around. Here, why don't you have a sample of this dark spiced ale? Oh, alright. I am a fan of cardamom after all. That's the spirit. And here we ho ho ho. Good one, Drew. <laughs> Thank you. We're back. We're about to open our second beer of the special holiday Sudsmas episode, but before we do, we have to stare wistfully out the window as giant snowflakes drop from the sky and think about past Christmases and past things we got wrong in the podcast, things we didn't know and things we need to know. All you elves out there, this is another wistful edition of The Brit's Bit. Brits bit. Brits bit. So, anyway, I think so we didn't know who the main actors in one thing. So, according to the internet, so I was on the internet. All right, the Brits bit. 
So I think last episode, was it on the can? There was that fish. Yeah, so we had Amanda Gulka Armstrong on and we had that something in the water. Right. Sour. And there was a fish man kind of person. And it was wearing shoes with those white coverings over top. Yeah, he was kind of like fancy fish guy. Yeah. Top hat and a monocle. So we didn't quite know what those were, but they're called spats. Oh, okay. So essentially it's just like a canvas or a linen uh, piece of cloth that kind of goes over your shoe. Yeah, like so, ties under the bottom. Yeah, these are more like what you'd wear if you had like a tuxedo on or something. They're like well, a very traditional dress wear, no? Well, everyone in this time period in like the 20s, sorry, they were popular in the 1910s and then they kind of came back again in the 1930s. Okay. Um, and it was, but everyone at those times sort of dressed like there were no jeggings. They didn't right? have jeggings in the 1930s? <laughs> no. Okay. So I think most people dressed a little bit nicer. And so they wore these spats to protect their shoes. Oh, that's what they were for. Yeah. So like to keep the dust and debris off the shoes. Yeah. And I guess when I Googled them, a lot of it had to do with, they were often associated with gangsters. Oh. Wore hmm. them. That's according to fashionencyclopedia.com. They were often associated with gangsters and dandies, a term to describe well-dressed men of the time. Interesting. So the whole purpose of those is just to keep your shoes clean. Basically. But if, you, but if you wear them all the time, no one ever sees the shoes anyway. Yeah, I don't really. You must get take it. them I off think, at some point. Well, I think at a certain point they had a practical use, and then they eventually just became more of a fashion statement. Oh, okay. Right, like Wikipedia sort of says that they had a practical use to protect the shoes and socks, um, but they also served as a feature of stylish dress in. In accordance with the fashions of the period. It's like having like those epaulettes on your shoulders of your dress shirt. No one uses them yeah, for anything. It's I think just it was like because it looks weird. Or they had a practical use, and then the gangsters started wearing them, and hmm. I don't know. So huh. that's that. That's the spats. That's the spats. I think you have a new catchphrase, Britt. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the spats. You try it. That's the spats. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I'm going to have to go out and get some of those. Good luck. Maybe at Party Corners. Do you think they have them that they fit um, New Balance sneakers? or? <laughs> no. No? They're kind of like more for dress shoes? Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for another enlightening edition of That's the Spats. I mean, Brit's bit. You got it. Brit, we're going to move on to beer number two. Okay. And we have a local festive beer this time. This is... Longest Night Strong Ale from Royal City Brewing Co. Just around the corner in the good old Ward 1, Guelph, Ontario. And this is really... Do you want to tell the story of how you got this? Yeah, so the Longest Night Strong Ale, this is 8% ABV, so a very strong beer from Guelph, Ontario. You can pick this up at Royal City Brewing Co. for $4.50 per can at the brewery. I went into the brewery to pick up Niklas, which is their other fest, another festive beer they have. It kind of has like a Santa on it. It's another strong uh, dark ale. And they had literally just finished canning this Longest Night and another beer they have that's festive called Snowed In. And as I was ringing out, I was asking, oh, are those, when are those beers going to be ready? And the person who was ringing me out, I believe it was one of the brewers, he said, they just finished canning them. And then he said, would you like me to go get you a four-pack right now? And I said, yes, please, go do that right now. 
So this is hot off the presses. I don't even know if you can buy this in the store by the time it's recording, but maybe tomorrow or something like that. They might have it. Yeah, eventually it must be. They are selling these kind of a four pack of these and Nicholas uh, in sort of a gift pack you can buy. Uh, you can send it as a gift to somebody. So kind of shout out to Royal City here. You know, head on to their website, Royal City Brewing Co. This is in Guelph, Ontario. And check out their holiday gift packs that you can send to somebody. I believe they have a small version and a larger version that just in- includes more beer or less beer, cool. depending on what you want to send. So Should we open this? Yeah, Britt, crack that brew. Let's see this. Longest Night Strong Ale. Juniper. Yeah, there's juniper berries. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. Not what I was expecting for color. Yeah, that is pouring like an orangey pink kind of. Yeah, that's the juniper. Interesting. I don't know if Interesting. That's the juniper. But it also says orange marmalade. Yeah, it does on the can. Cheers, Brit. Maybe I'll like this. A strong beer. Hmm. Ooh. Ooh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah, that juniper's coming through. Yeah, so you said, Brit, orange marmalade, toasted bread. They call it toasted bread on the can as a tasting <laughs> note. Yeah. Wouldn't you just call that toast? No, there's a difference. There is? Yeah, like, okay, let's say I'm going to have some spaghetti. Yeah. Do you have toast with your spaghetti? No. No, you have like a bun. Toasted bread. Yeah, but that's a bun. It's not bread. You don't have bread. You don't have a bun with spaghetti. You don't? No. What, you're going to get out your hamburger buns? Well, no, (laughs) not a hamburger bun maybe, but like a roll or something. Um, I guess. I think you'd have more of like a nice Italian loaf. Okay, uh, I think you're right. That's toasted bread. Yes, that is toasted bread. Okay, so notes of toasted bread and herbaceousness. There's definitely herbaceousness. Can you explain to the listeners what herbaceousness is? I can't, but the best... (laughs) You just said definitely herbaceousness. Well, I think it's just there's like herbal notes. Like it has an herbalness to it. Maybe uh, like an indescribable herbalness, I think. Because to me, you mentioned there's juniper berries on the can... But, like, you drink it and there's definitely, there's, like, a bitter flavor that comes through that has, like, oh, a yeah, herbaceous okay. sort of thing. Merriam-Webster defines it as relating to or having the characteristics of an herb, of a stem. Mm, okay. So this, long, this Longest Night beer, uh, I was talking to the brewer at Royal City. Um, he said this is a, they used a Nordic brewing technique on this beer where they boil the beer... They boil their wort, I should say, for like seven, eight hours. Crazy. It does say on here that it's... Now, normally you don't boil a wort for that long. It's like Boiled an hour for a ridiculously two. long time. Yeah. So that's what the longest night, I think, would sort of signify. What do you think of it, Britt? I like, like it? it. Yeah. I thought when it said strong ale, it was going to be this like dark black beer. Yeah. Because that's what you would normally think, mm-hmm. like association with uh, a strong ale. It's good. It's like very uh, unfiltered to say the least, but that's fine by me. Yeah, I like it. It's got, it's really spicy. Mm-hmm. There's like a spice, but it's not, I mean, it's not heat it's or anything. It's probably that juniper. Yeah. The herbaceousness really shines through. So Britt, what do you want for Christmas this year? Okay. So I, <laughs> you're going to laugh, but I feel like we might have one listener who might be into this. Okay. I was thinking is what it the I want. One, is it the one listener in Ireland? No. Okay, well, shout out, shout out to the person who listens in Ireland. <laughs> I was thinking what I would like is a new reality show. Justin Bieber and Haley Bieber, newlyweds. Wow, I'm so <laughs> glad I asked that question. 
<laughs> I thought it was a really good idea. Yeah. What we need is another reality show. <laughs> I thought they'd be an interesting couple. They live in Puss Lynch. I feel like it'd just be boring. Would it? Well, most reality shows, they don't really feature boring people. They feature people who are unhinged. You think Justin Bieber and Haley Bieber are boring? Probably. I mean, if they have like a solid foundational relationship, they pretty much have to be somewhat boring. Okay, move on. I thought that was would be more funny. Well, I thought when you wanted me to ask you what you wanted for Christmas, it was like something fun that was relatable. <laughs> I didn't know it was this abstract reality <laughs> show vision you had. Okay, Drew, what do you want for Christmas? My two front teeth. Was I supposed to laugh at that? I was hoping. <laughs> I don't know, some G.I. Joes or something. All right, I'll see what I can do. Okay. Let's see what Simply Wonderful has. Simply Wonderful Toys, another great local shout-out. If you yep. need some toys, head down to Simply Wonderful. Um, that's on Quebec Street, or no. that's on Paisley Street. Yeah. It's the Paisley Road Shops, I think. In the Paisley Road sh- uh, Shops. Simply Wonderful Toys, local independent toy store. But Britt... That wasn't on... They weren't on your nice list. That was just no. impromptu. Who who else is on your nice list? Give me another nice list. I need an uplifting thing after that Haley Bieber, <laughs> Justin Bieber debacle. Uh, consign Your Curves. Oh, yeah. Carly Roberts. Yes. At Consign Your Curves, which is, what, North America's only plus-size consignment store. Mm-hmm. So here you go. You need a dress for your wedding? Consign Your Curves. I don't know if they have wedding dresses, but I'm sure... If you go in there, I mean, Carly is so damn personable, she'll be able to point yeah. you in the direction or but get they, something. they have jewelry, they have... Yeah, it's not just clothing, Yeah, right? they have other stuff, Accessories, so. scrunchies, uh, they have hats. Candles, cards. Yeah, they kind of have... Labels. It's Yeah, it's those accessories that you're talking about. So, I mean, another place for your wedding. Yeah, we tied it into the wedding. Now, there's someone on my nice list, and it's going to be kind of tough to tie this into the wedding, but we might be I'll able do to. It. The ultimate wedding. This is a shout out to Connor Creighton at Camel Juices, Urban Winery and Craft Brewing Supplies. Tough to tie into a wedding. Drew, who's going to make the wedding wine? That's true. Go into Camel Juices, Urban Winery and Craft Brewing Supplies because they got everything you could possibly need to make that perfect, perfect batch of beer at home. Yeah. Or your wedding wine, and Connor could be a guest at your wedding. I mean, this is tying in easily. Well, I mean, anybody could be a guest at a wedding. I mean, that's kind of like a bit of a okay. rough tie-in. <laughs> Still. Yeah. Okay, but the bigger tie-in is he could make all the wine for the wedding. Yeah, or you could go in there and get some lovely Christmas gifts. for. Maybe you have a budding home brewer on your Christmas list. Maybe there's somebody who you think might be interested in learning how to homebrew. You go in there, Connor Creighton and the, the rest of the staff at KJ will set you straight. They have all the equipment. Uh, they have tons of ingredients, tons. They've actually expanded their craft brewing. It looks great in there, their craft brewing section. All the equipment, all the ingredients, they have build their own recipes. You can just go in there and say, I'm looking for an IPA, and they'll have a recipe that they can help you build or work around what type of equipment you have. Or if you need some new equipment, update your equipment, they'll help you out there too. They got gift cards. They got it all. They're doing the beer and the wine at your wedding. Man, this wedding is really rounding out. I know. Britt, do you have anybody else on your nice list? Yeah. The person who I thought might be into the Justin and Haley reality show. <laughs> I know where you're going. Amy at 
Yoga by Amy. Amy Gone, you super guest of the so Sunscast. So she could help get you centered mm-hmm. and zen-like for your wedding. She could lead the entire uh, reception in an impromptu yoga stretch. Yeah, could do that. Just make sure you got your spats tied down so they don't pop off while you're doing your downward dog. Yeah, I thought she'd maybe be better at centering you for your upcoming nuptials. Britt, it's interesting. Bringing you- a little zen. Britt, it's interesting you bring up Amy Ganyu because I'm going to do a shout-out within a shout-out. And I'm going to shout-out your and Amy's new podcast, Still Not Ready. (laughs) Yeah, our new podcast. Well, it's not new. We're 12 episodes in. You guys are 12 episodes in, and i got to say you're killing it. Six full-length and six mini-episodes. So you guys are basically re-watching the old show, Ready or Not. Yes, super cringy. 90s Canadian dramedy, ready or not. And you're kind of going through it episode by episode and doing yes. some deep dives into some of the actors and characters who are on the show. Yeah, so you can find us at Still Not Ready Pod on Instagram. And obviously, wherever you get your podcasts, we're there. Yeah, so, so check them out, Still Not Ready, at Still Not Ready Pod. Follow them on Instagram. And just like you do at the Sudscast, you're going to want to hit subscribe when you find them on your podcast. Yeah, it's a pretty good time. Yeah. You guys have a great rapport together. And I I think that really shines through that you like the show and you're really, you know, of the age where that show for you guys was really important growing up. We're a real hit on the Facebook groups. You are. Let's not talk too much about that. (laughs) Okay, Drew, hit me up with some of the people on your nice list. Well, I got to say, we've had some guests on here who... Don't really have anything to plug, but I want to shout them out anyway. There are people who don't have businesses, but they really helped us out this past year with being guests. Even the year before that, being guests when yeah. we were just just a budding podcast. We have. I want to shout out first and foremost our healthcare hero, Miss Brittany Kurtz. Yep, she was the first one who came on the podcast during the pandemic when we were still setting up how we do virtual podcasting. Oh and yeah, she's she was on the previous uh, Sudsmiss episode from last year and she's just a delight always thankful she's killing it on the front line yeah she's out on the front line um helping out in the healthcare department and always grateful for her to be on the podcast another great guest who's been on for every Cidercast takeover we've had so far and that's oh, yeah. julie, julie sidek julie's so fun to have on the podcast she brings the sassiness that we love see these two guests okay Britt would be a pretty fun wedding guest mm-hmm because she would bring a party. Mm-hmm. And Julie, I think, would be a good MC of a wedding. I think, yeah. Yeah. Julie could MC. That's good. I'm now tying we, it all in. We have it going. Uh, we also had Sid Risable on the podcast. He could be the taster of the beer we're going to serve. Okay. So he's like the he's like the prudhomme of the uh, yes. beer. Okay. Yeah. So you can check out Sid. He's a home brewer in Guelph uh, at Risebrew, R I. J Z E B R E W at Risebrew. Sid Risable and Britt, I'm gonna have I'm gonna really put you on the spot to figure out where this next guest is gonna end up in the uh, wedding. Eric Anderson. Yeah, he's not invited because you saw the Oktoberfest party that he curated. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Eric was on our first episode of Oktoberfest, round one. And he, he, he snake drafted an October best party of a table, some chairs, a tablecloth, and I think a server or something yeah, like that. So yeah, so I feel like he wouldn't... But no, in all seriousness, 
Not to delve I think into... We, I think we make Eric DJ the wedding. <laughs> I was going to say, not to delve too much into what he does on a personal level, but he would... Um, he's the person to have read over your invites. Mm. Make sure they're... Yeah, he can proofread all of your yeah. um, text materials for the wedding. Yeah. Your invites, your save the dates. Yeah. That sort of stuff. Eric, always a blast. Again, always a willful participant in having him on for some shenanigans on the Sudscast. Thank you, Eric, if you're listening. And I just want to say on an even greater note, thank you to everybody who's listened to the podcast so far. We have listeners mostly in Ontario, a lot of people in Guelph, but we have other places too. We have KW area, Toronto, Barrie. You know, there are people who listen. We, there are people who listen in Washington State. We have a lot of listeners there. There are people who listen in Ohio. I mentioned the listener. There apparently is somebody listening in Ireland. So just thank you if you're listening to this and you're one of you live in one of the places that I mentioned. Or if I forgot to mention you, hit us up in the Instagram. Let us know where you live and how much you like the show or what you don't like about the show. Any <laughs> sort of be careful, Drew. <laughs> any sort of interaction is good. There's no such thing as bad publicity. So thank you everybody who's listening. Have a nice, healthy holiday season. We're not ending the podcast yet. We still have to finish our samples. Britt, before we finish our sample of the Longest Night Strong Ale, you weren't on the previous Sudsmas episode because you were pregnant with the Suds baby. Yeah. So you didn't get to answer some of these questions, so I'm just going to hit you with it. Okay, go. Favorite Christmas holiday dessert or treat? Oh, cheesecake probably? Well, cheesecake you can eat any time. I know, but it's gotta a good be something. Cheesecake. Okay. okay, well, Christmas, Christmasify the cheesecake. Trifle. Okay, but what about it is specifically holiday? Is there anything? Well, you never have. A, I don't know. I guess you don't have trifle any other time. Maybe you have some um, candy cane on top of that trifle. Some ew, cup, crunched no. up candy. Well, you cane. do a candy cane cheesecake, right? So you rim the cheesecake in. There you go. Candy canes. Yeah. Um. Okay, so let's put it this way: like a cookie tray comes out at a yeah. Christmas celebration. Maybe not. Probably not this year. But a cookie tray comes out. There's an assortment of cookies, squares, treats on there. What's that little hand of yours reaching for first? I like that Christmas crack. Okay, well, is that different from regular crack? Uh, I shouldn't say that because someone could just sound like that. No, I like the Christmas treat that's the soda crack saltines. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you, like, put melted butter and sugar and then chocolate on top. Yeah, so I think some people so, might call that, too, like, Christmas bark or something. Well, bark is typically, from what I thought, was just chocolate. Doesn't matter. Okay. Anyways, I like that. I don't really like this, but a big one in my family is ambrosia. Oh, gross. That's like that salad that's, like, got jello and marshmallow. No Ooh. jello, I don't think. Marshmallows, rice. Oh, I thought it had jello in it. Hmm. Grapes. Okay. Next question, quickly, we have, do you have uh, a favorite Christmas movie or TV show? All I Want for Christmas. Okay, so tell people what All I Want for Christmas is, because I'm sure no one knows what that is. Ethan Embry, before he was Ethan Embry. Okay, this is a TV movie for everyone No, listening. it's not. I don't think so. Yeah, it's a TV movie. It wasn't in theaters. We don't know that. Because it okay. came out before we were born. So, All I Want for Christmas, Kevin Nealon was in it. Mm-hmm. Ethan Embry before he was Ethan Embry, so whatever his name was before that, and Thora Birch. I thought his name was always Ethan Embry. No, he went by something else. Okay, well, what's the crux of the movie? Basically, it's a brother and a sister who are trying to get their divorced parents back together. Kind of like a parent trap, but not twins. 
Yeah, but better because it's set at Christmas that's in New right. York City. Right. So that's okay. high up on the list. Uh, and then Die Hard. Right, Die Hard, which we watched a couple of days ago yeah. to get into the holiday spirit, yeah. you know. Okay. Die Hard and the Only One for Christmas couldn't be any more different there with the two <laughs> things you've selected, but that's all right. Well, Britt, I think it's time for us to give a review. Oh, I just thought of my one of my favorite holiday treats. Okay, what? <laughs> we're going to go back to the holiday treat question. What do you got? Candy cane ice cream. Okay, yeah, so candy cane ice cream. I mean, that's a classic. What are your thoughts on eggnog? Oh, I hate eggnog. Ooh, okay. I don't like it. Hard hard pass on the eggnog. Hard pass, yeah. Okay, candy cane ice cream. Now, they make candy cane ice cream. They make some that's just got candy cane crushed up in it. And then there's some that they used to make, I don't think you can find it anymore, that has like chocolate pieces but in it too. But of course, the PC stuff still has the chocolate. Oh, they still have the oh, chocolate. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like it used to be like the pieces of chocolate were quite big well, and noticeable. And now they've come out with the peppermint Neapolitan. So it looks like a peppermint, chocolate, and vanilla or something. That's weird. Yeah, but... You know what? You think mint chip, that would be like perfect Christmas. I know. Because it's got the mint, it's green, chocolate. But basically the candy cane ice cream pretty much is that except they put in chunks of candy cane and just made the chocolate chips bigger. Yeah, I don't know. I used to really like candy cane ice cream, and now I think I'm I just like, mm, whatever. I'm not like that super... It's because you only get it once a year. Mm, that's right. So it's fun. Hmm, okay. okay, anyways, moving on. Moving on, Britt. It's time for us to give our review of our second and final beer of the Sudsmas. This is, of course, Longest Night Strong Ale from Royal City Brewing Co. 8%. You can buy this for $4.50 at the brewery. Britt, is it a thrill, will, or swill? Or it's... is it all three of them or just two of them this time? <laughs> it's Christmas, so we can do what we want just for this episode. Mm-hmm. It's like a will dot. Wow, you're really getting <laughs> no, the really full elasticity it. out of the rating system um, today. It's what does not... a thrill with a dot no, mean? No, I, I said will. You said, okay, what does a will with a dot mean? It's not a will minus, but it's not a will. And it's it's more than a will, but it's not quite a will plus. Okay. <laughs> Follow me? Sure. Fine, I'll just give it a will plus. Okay, that makes it easier for everybody listening <laughs> and myself included. I really like it. I was pleasantly surprised. Okay. I thought it was going to be more of a stout. I don't know why. Maybe just because it was 8%. Yeah. So I was expecting sort of this like heavy dark beer. Mm-hmm. And I was really surprised with how kind of light and fresh isn't quite the right word. But I don't know, the orange marmalade or marmalade. Marmalade? I mean, I think we would pronounce it marmalade. Marmalade, yeah. You're thinking um, of Lady Marmalade, the Christina Aguilera <laughs> song. Oh. I was pleasantly surprised. I didn't read the can at all before, so I didn't know that it had sort of this orange toasty bread. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really like it. I'd have it again, but it's 8%, which is a bit... You really... It's nice to split a can. Yeah. You get enough just by splitting it. I couldn't have more than one of these right. in a night. Drew, thrill, will, or swill? Uh, you know what? I think I'm going to have to give this a straight thrill. Because it's just a kind of a rare type of beer. You know what it's actually reminding me of? It's essentially like a, an imperial saison almost. Mm. Like saison okay. style tends to have that like farmhouse style of um, yeast where it's kind of... And it brings out a lot of spiciness character. The saison, the farmhouse saison. And that's what this beer is reminding me of. 
I know they're not calling it that on the can. They're just calling it a strong ale, so well, maybe it doesn't fall into like that specific. Category. I guess because it's inspired by Nordic farmhouse brewing. Yeah, so that would maybe have something to do with kind of why I'm picking up that like farmhouse saison sort of a thing. I like it though. I like the juniper berries. The can is pretty cool. I, I mean, do. I like what they do with the cans. Most of Royal City's beers, the can like is it. similar, but then they have the lo- like they yeah. kind of have the design in the middle um, of this sort of. Uh, I want to say it's like a hexagon or something shape. And yeah, it's kind of cool. There's some houses there. There's juniper berries. It's nice. I like it. There's also a logo on the back of the can that says Independent Craft Brewery, hmm. which I don't know if that is like a, a group or something like that. But Do you have a favorite Royal City beer in general? Um, I think the Royal City beer that I probably gravitate to the most is their exhibition IPA, which is like a session IPA for them, because I think it's just really well done and it's not super expensive as far as IPAs goes. I think you can get them for about $3 a can at the brewery plus tax. So I think that for me, that's probably my favorite Royal City beer, but I find they tend to put out like some really good stuff. We had a cream ale of theirs uh, today. Oh, yeah, that was really good. It was really good. Um, so I don't know. I find when I go in there, it's not hard to find something that I'm going to, that I'm going to enjoy. So I'm going to give this, I'm going to give the longest night strong ale a thrill. I'm interested to try the Nicholas. I'm interested to try the other beer they have snowed snowed in. in. Um, but it's a thrill for me. I think it's, I think I like it more than the Marion Bright. The Marion Bright, I think has place. Well, I think I would say that Marion Bright is sort of the, I don't know. You could drink a few of these maybe at your... Your Christmas luncheon. Mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever that is. You could have a few of those. To me, the longest night is more, it's a Christmas Eve. Yeah. It's cold, it's snowy, you're just having one beer, and you got to get to bed because Santa's coming. Yeah. Tight beer. So throw for me, Will Dot for Brit, <laughs> or Will, Will Minus. Plus. Will, Will Plus. Will Plus. And that's it for the episode, Brit. And this is it until 2021. Yes, we will also be going on a little bit of a hiatus for the Christmas holidays. Uh, You know, people have a lot of important things going on this year, not despite the holidays, but a bunch of other stuff going on. So we're going to take a little bit of a hiatus and we're going to come back strong in the new year. Look for a contest in the new year. Ooh, la la. Ooh, we're going to do our first contest, Britt. More details coming out on that. Again, we just want to say everybody on the nice list... If there's anyone that we missed, just thanks everybody for helping us with the podcast this year. I know it's been a trying year, but I think we're coming through. Yeah, we're going to make it. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to make it. Before we can fully say goodbye to 2020, it's time for us to do our Sudscast toast. It's It's been been a blast, blast, and and now it's time to end the cast. We said some cheers and drank some beers. Goodbyes are always hard. Come Come back back soon and and bring bring some some buds. We'll We'll be waiting with with a bottle of suds. We're signing off for 2020. Have a safe and happy holiday, everybody. And don't forget to shop local. And so ends another holiday Sudsmas episode. You know, Drew, even though this year has been pretty terrible there is some hope out there vaccine all these breweries are spreading their festive cheer why i believe you're right spirit okay why am i being called spirit i believe now spirit i've changed 
I promise to spread cheerful thrills to all those around me. Okay, so before this episode, you didn't like the holiday? I thought you were like a Santa-type character. Spirit, have we finished recording the holiday Sudsmas episode? Yes, I already said that. Oh good, there's still time. I must run to my local brewery. I'll get 24 bottles of ale and 48 of lager and 64 of the...